0: Cast, a podcast all about Katie Keene on the CW. Oh, I am coming down from the stars. I have been out all night just drinking and having the most wonderful time here in New York City. I'm Alex.
1: Wow, it sounds so real coming out of Alex's <laughs> mouth. I'm Justin. <laughs> I'm
0: Pete. And we are going to be talking about Katie Keene Chapter 4 Here Comes the Sun dealing with I love the about that you are singing on this podcast it's it's
1: more than none which is surprising
0: (laughs) more than yelling at us for singing yeah exactly which is nice so this is the fourth episode of Katie Keene we're picking up on the breakup of Katie Keene and K.O. Kelly
2: very sad the last episode stop saying that they didn't really break up. They're just taking a they're taking a break. They, they had a f- They had a full
1: <laughs> They had a full hardcore break. I can't, break. Yeah, I was can't 100% take it. a breakup.
2: They talk about it this whole episode. Okay. I know. It's I'm still in denial, all right? They broke
1: well, up again in this episode. Their yep. relationship is officially K.O.ed. Oh, <laughs> oh man. you let really <laughs> it. You were on I that. did wait to, for a nice pause though, to oh, say it. Oh man, that's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> All right, let's do a little bit of a recap. Coming into this episode, as we mentioned, Katie Keene is a aspiring fashion designer in New York. She is working at a department store called Lazy's, holding down two jobs. She is working for Francois designing windows. She is also working for Gloria as a uh, personal shopper. Shop girl. Uh, shop girl. Is that no? It's that's personal okay. shopper. That's
1: what. They call she her... wants to be a personal shopper. No, they call her a shop... Yes, they, they right. call her a shop girl. And
0: she's working with a mean girl named Amanda, who you might yes. recognize from Comedy Central's the other two. Very I did the first time, but I do doubt.
1: She's very funny.
0: Uh, she is very funny. Uh, she doesn't like her at all. Uh, now, as we mentioned, Katie was dating a very hunky boxer named K.O. Kelly things came to a head the last episode, they did end up breaking up, and Katie is heartbroken about that. K.O. moved out of their apartment. Uh, that she lives in with several other people, and why I'll tell you about those several other people now. They include Josie McCoy. Josie McCoy is an expiring singer living in New Woo-hoo. York. She is currently working at a music store called Chubby's down in the West Village. She has been scouted by a producer named Alexander Cabot, who she had a little bit of a relationship uh, with.
1: Big times. Uh, chemistry. Sucks. lots. Lot of sexy chemistry. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. Not since Archie Andrews has she had <laughs> that much chemistry. And that was five-ish years
0: ago. Yeah. Uh, so whatever happened on the road, all those guys could go F themselves. Yeah, exactly. Aww.
1: Not good at it.
0: Uh, so Josie, though they've decided to keep it professional, he is just going to be her manager. Now, part of the problem here is that his we thought. Twin sister, Zandra Cabot, really had it out for her. Kept shutting down her music career. It's been very annoying for her. We find out some interesting information about that this episode. Other characters we should know. Jorge Lopez, whose parents own the bodega downstairs from the apartment. They also own the apartment that they all live in. Uh, Jorge is a drag performer, aspiring Broadway performer. He is dating a very hunky firefighter that I completely missed the name of. I think
1: his name is... Bernie. I, yeah, Bernie? Bernard. Oh, like Bernie Sanders? Uh, I like, he's a fireman, Burn Bernie. I couldn't believe it when they said oh, his name was okay, Bernie. That I was like, uh-huh. that's, I mean, that's shocking. That tracks. I believe it's Bernard.
0: So Jorge is hot for Bernie?
1: Exactly. Nice. He's, he's a, Bernie, a Bernie bro.
0: He's a Bernie girl? Huh? Wait, what's it? Ginger Picks for
1: Bernie? Oh, hot for Bernie? Uh, hot guys and hot girls for Bernie. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah, there's Harvey.
0: Uh, Jorge uh, is, yeah, so Jorge is dating this firefighter. That's kind of all you need to know this episode. Uh, and the last one is Pepper. Uh, Pepper owns a place called the Pepper Factory. She is very much a scammer. She has scammed her way into owning this abandoned warehouse. She Rented. wants to turn it into a multimedia art space, uh, and that's something that plays in this episode. None of her friends know she's a scammer, though I think we'll be talking about that in a
1: little bit. She's sleeping on the floor of the factory. She
0: sure is. And with that out of the way, speaking of sleeping in weird places, we pick up with Katie Keene in her undies and a coat sleeping in the window of Lacey's. I mean, who
2: hasn't wanted... Wanted to do that. Well, I think yeah.
0: this kicks us off with our first New
2: York
1: moment of the episode. No, 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 no New York moment. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? So that's a new uh, yes. sting we're working on. Yeah, that was,
0: uh, I recorded that. I played that. Yeah, I didn't do that live. <laughs> I didn't just make that
1: up. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's a sting we pre-recorded and mixed. We all decided on it. We agreed on it. We had, we had
0: it. several emails. Right. Our several. assistants wrote we, it down. They set up the meeting and our iCal. Well, you have an assistant? We, we all have an assistant. You, you, you haven't we, seen. don't have
1: You don't have your assistant? I talk yeah. to your assistant constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Chaz. You're not talking so to wait, Chaz? Your assistant, Chaz. <laughs> I have an assistant named Chaz? Yes. Yeah, you have Chaz. Oh, man. Is you Chaz gotta... not getting our appointments to you? What, are you on the Google Doodle? No. <laughs> wow. Chaz. Yeah. Great, great guy. Yeah. Chaz,
0: uh, that doesn't make sense. He's been uh, ordering lunch for all of us and delivering those meatball subs for you. You've gotten the meatball subs from Chaz, haven't you? I have gotten meatball subs. From From Chaz. Well, I don't know who that was. I wasn't looking <laughs> you know, at the you person. Just thought I was, it was looking at the subs. Free Meeple sub guy. Yeah. Where's the weirdest place you've woken up in New York?
1: Great Ooh. question. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, oh geez. There's some weird places. Yeah. Uh, in a... Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh! I will say...
0: I mean, I can throw out just like one to start while you guys are thinking of it. Uh, there was a point... This is not a fun story, necessarily, but uh, one point I had a... Horrific fever I think it was before One of our shows Actually Like to the point Where I couldn't Stand up straight And at the pit uh, They have those Couches downstairs Near the venue So I went there A little early And I was like "All right, I'm just Going to sit down On this couch And completely fell asleep On the couch Until our show
1: Wow Uh, You woke up For our show though? I woke up for I think I don't know Did I wake up For the show? I have no idea What you're talking about Uh, I fallen asleep In a uh, lot uh, Like a a construction site.
2: Wow! After oh, yeah, going yeah. there
1: to hook up, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you were hooking up in an empty, abandoned lot.
1: Yeah, there's construction going on. Not then. It was at night, obviously. Okay, yeah. sure. Were uh, you like, you want to watch cement truck? What? <laughs> <laughs> the sexiest thing that could happen. Oh, watch a cement truck? No, yeah. none of it was going. I was a cement truck. The uh, I also woke up on the subway many times. Oh, oh yeah, sure. I've,
2: the worst is the, the last stop you know, you're like way out somewhere and someone's just shaking you being like, yo man, you got to get up. And it's just like, Oh fuck though. I think the time that it hurt the most was I was, I only needed to be on the L train for two stops and I woke up on the last stop way out there and it took me
1: forever to get back. My worst uh, doubles. I fell asleep on the same, uh, same night twice. I was, uh, going home. I lived in Carroll gardens and I had to get on the F train. Um, and I had to go downtown a couple. Uh, oh, and I had to go uptown a couple stops to get uh, the train because it was closed. And going downtown, got on the train and woke up on Roosevelt Island. Oh, <laughs>
0: oh no, that's bad. <laughs> that
1: was bad. I woke up. There's this like dude who I think was Russian who was like, "What are you first generation uh, American?" I was like, "Nah, not really." My Family came from Canada like two generations back. He's like, you know how hard it is to be. And I was like, started yelling at me, waiting for the train. It's like four in the morning. Got ride the train. I make it almost all the way back, and I fell asleep again. Woke up at Coney Island. (laughs) <laughs> wow, what a tour of New York sights. Oh. Sun coming up. Oh geez. Did you just get out, get on the cycle? Yeah, or were you just like fuck yeah, it. I was in no shape to enjoy a roller coaster. <laughs> I'll take two Nathan's hot dogs. <laughs> I just yeah. <laughs> let me get straight. Give me two Nathan's Hot Dogs. Yeah.
0: Oh, uh, well, anyway, so Katie wakes up in the window. That has
1: been New, 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 New York moment.
0: Yeah. By <laughs> the way, thanks for recording that in advance. Taking I did. No, know.
1: Right. You know what? I went to our professional studio. R- right. Chaz, Chaz actually uh, <laughs> was the engineer on He's that He's a one. great producer. Great producer. Really, He's really smart. I He's to recording your album, right? Right? Yes, exactly. My album of vocal drops. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be really fun to listen to.
0: Uh, so Gloria uh, yells at her. We are, of course, in media res, as they say. And mm. it jumps back in time. To find out how we looped back up to that, um, we got a little it must have been love. Love yes. this. Love the sound cues across yes. the board in the oh, show. Yeah. So much fun. Uh, but Katie, she can't design, she can't sew. She buys ice cream from a well placed Alexa. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay, CW, you yeah. got those marketing dollars. Go yeah. for it.
1: Well played, CW. Yeah,
0: I like that better than uh, Bumble. In Riverdale,
1: yes. At Wait. least it wasn't part of the plot. <laughs> <laughs> sure,
0: uh, but she, did she ever get that ice cream? That was my big question.
1: She well, she's she makes it clear she's been eating a lot of ice cream, trying sure. to uh, make make herself feel better after after yeah. her, the KO. Uh, and, you know, uh, that, all that dairy is going to really KO her stomach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, in fact, she does imagine KO in her bed. She tries to text him. He gives her the three dots. Oh, Oof. very sad. Got the
1: three dots. But
2: he, when he finally talks about why, it's legit. You're on KO side. I'm all oh, KO. You're team KO? Yeah, I mean, sh- after you're a weak. week. You're not
0: team Satan.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, can we finally talk about this? No, we're not there we're not yet. There oh, yet. this is bullshit.
0: I'm all just right. asking you if you're team Satan. It's unrelated to the show. <laughs> I'm just upset
2: that after a week. She's ready to start dating. She is, she's not ready, she's, not, start she's dating. not ready
1: to start dating. She's not ready to start dating. She's ready to just maybe... She's ready a, to embrace it and stop. Uh, well, the girls want to do a night out. Yes. Uh, they
0: her approach uncover. her. Very cute. Uh, she uh, it's is... It's too
2: soon. Only a week. You got to give some. Yeah, she's time. dressed
0: in black. They want to do a girls' night out, but they give her red sparkly shoes. Ruby slippers, uh, Ruby you might Ruby slippers. Them like Dorothy except we get a Cinderella riff at the end so lots of stuff going on there confusing yes
1: i thought they would have been shiny cool silver i thought they
0: would lead into the whole uh, uh dorothy wizard of oz thing a yeah. little harder but yeah me, but really. they definitely
1: didn't i thought cuz i mean they sort of have it where they're all off to see the club Like, the wonderful Wizard of Club. Sure. (laughs) Uh, There are four of them. It could have all really... I wonder if
0: they wrote it, and then they saw that Sabrina, for its premiere, was straight up doing, like, Wizard of Oz, like no yeah.
1: bones about it, Wizard of Oz, and we're like, eh, let's tweak it a little bit. I feel like they would have known since it's similar creative team. <laughs> <laughs> they know what's going on no, on those no, other No, shows. I'm saying like the
0: Sabrina script got turned in and then they had a conversation about it. Yeah. Um, because it's fine. I, I think like it's fine to throw those little details in there.
1: The Cinderella riff makes more sense. Yes. So... Uh, than the Ruby Slippers. Yes, indeed. Riff.
0: What was the... before? What was it before a glass slipper in the original story? I assume it wasn't Ruby Slippers. No, it was... I think it was always a glass slipper. Was it always a glass slipper? Yeah. But her feet get bloody or something like that? And no,
1: the ch- stepsisters, uh, totally. to try to fit in a glass slipper, cut off one of them, cuts off her toes, and the other one cuts off her heel. Oh, right. It's pretty fucked up.
0: Yeah. You got to watch the extended Disney version on Disney Plus.
1: Yeah, they really do close yeah, ups. Plug the plus there, bro.
0: I'm trying to get a free subscription. Uh, So at this point, Josie and Alex talk. He wants her to meet his dad and sell him on Rebooting Cabot Records. Uh, Now, rather than splitting off, everything actually nicely dovetails back and forth this episode. So I think we can
1: just talk through the plot here. Just drive it through. Like long-haul truckers making their way home.
0: Uh, And meanwhile, Jorge is hooking up with Bernie Sanders, I believe. Yep, Yep. that's what it is. And uh, it's very That guy's
2: everywhere, man.
0: Very hot. And heavy. He's yes. talking about socialism, uh, <laughs> really pushing forward, getting a lot of delegates, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, he's
1: delegating some. Oh,
0: uh, there we go.
1: I love how on board uh, the, the parents are super, like Jorge's nervous. Uh, Bernie comes down and it's like, hey, just being me. I'm a fireman. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And then the dad uh, zings Jorge. For, yeah, that
2: was tough, man. Yeah.
1: It, it's, I.
2: But. That was also kind of like, I don't know, like it was also kind of like classic dad a little bit.
0: This I I actually loved how subtle this storyline was because I feel like the easy storyline would be the dad does not approve of Jorge uh, being homosexual. He's never approved of it. He feels very uncomfortable about it, and he needs to deal with it from his uh, Latinx perspective or whatever, you know? Um, But instead, the fact that like, he immediately sees the firefighter is like, ah! <laughs> the expression on his face. Pure joy. <laughs> loves it. Yeah. Thinks it's great, but it's still, it becomes a dad thing instead, yeah. to your point, where he is pushing down Jorge and doesn't feel like Jorge is good enough
1: for this firefighter. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, that's good. Like That's, that's complex a, storytelling. Yeah, yeah. It's
2: a definitely a different take.
1: It, and it's, nice and, you know? And it's smart, thing. and it puts, uh, immediately infects Jorge with that thinking like he thinks he's not good enough for Bernie. Um and, and that then he starts the spiral. Yeah, he has to find his way back to that and then confront his dad in sort of a nice way because the dad is actually very straight about it at the end where he's like, "Oh, I was just, you know, sort of joking around." And Jorge's like, "Well, you know, it really gets it really hits me yeah. when you do that and it has affected my this night anyway." And the dad's like, "All right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds good. I'll do something different." Yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah great Love the dad Uh, Love the mom Uh, Her reaction to When The firefighter Relieves And she just goes Jorge Yeah yeah Uh, yeah So funny funny. Uh, So good Love the parents Want to see more of them Uh, And then we go over To another character That I love Uh, Katie Doing a terrible job Of hanging the mannequins In the window and Francois talks to her and is like, Katie, what are you doing? Yeah, uh, I really like these heart-to-hearts in the window, too. I'm enjoying them.
1: Francois is a real, like, parental figure for Katie. Yes. Uh, it's where she goes to get real, to talk about her problems. Francois gives her, like, pretty good advice and then sort of vanishes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he really is like, yeah. Eh, it takes a while to get over breakups. bye I got to go. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing
2: about Francois. Like, uh, he's so lightly used. I really want him more. I've, he's a great actor. He's been in a ton of stuff. Uh, I really love what he's doing with this role, and I, I just hope that we get to see more. Because right now it's just a little sprinkled in there, which is enjoyable, but Keep- we get so much with the other her other job.
1: You know? Yeah. It's right. definitely like put it on sort of the storybook. And the, this is a fairy tale by its own, by its own admission. Uh, he's sort of the uh, fairy godmother um, mm, to Gloria's uh, like Maleficent. Uh, wicked stepmother. Yeah. Wicked stepmother. Sure. I mean, I'm crossing uh, the <laughs> right. fairy tale lines, but like yeah. she's Gloria's she, uh, Gloria's more like the scar. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> she's like a mean uncle lion. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah, and then she comes right at Katie. She's like, can you even beam anymore? Like, you know, she's commenting on the fact that Katie has been moping around.
0: Yeah, I did like the Beetlejuice reference. Yeah, Uh,
1: Amanda's just crushing it.
0: Yeah, calling her Lydia. I do wonder about that line where she's like, you look like Lydia from Beetlejuice. Uh, There was something about that line where it was like, I feel like the original line was, you look like Lydia. Or Lydia Dietz or something? And people are like, you got to explain that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I agree. You, If they said you look at Lydia Dietz, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I would have liked it. Nice. Very subtle Beetlejuice fandom.
0: Pander to me, Katie Keene. Pander to me, specifically. Uh, now, Gloria tells Amanda and Katie that Guy La Montagna is coming. And they really got to put the charm on because they got to get his fashion account and sell it uh, so that they could save lazies as we find out later. So that's a big deal. We set up the stakes with that, how important Guy LaMontagne is. Um, meanwhile, Pepper has a Tish student come by the Pepper plant. He's rented out... The Pepper Plant to film a what he says is an art film. Very quickly turns the out the Rodfather two. It's the Rodfather two. It's Gay Porto. Yeah, uh, I really want to find out more about the Rodfather one and whether he did that and whether the and whether Rod... he's,
1: what themes is he following up on. Right,
0: yeah. and is the Rodfather part three? Is that disappointing?
1: Yeah, <laughs> 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 definitely gets <laughs> too <Purposely> deep into <laughs> it. Disappointing? <laughs> yes,
0: he really plays with time though with the Rodfather part two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so smart, so inspiring <laughs> Yes, uh, he can only give her half the money So she takes a couch as payment. A uh, fun little A sex couch A sex couch, a fuck couch Gonna get, I have to get the scenes out of there And then we're back to Guy Let's talk about this, Pete You've been saying on your hands all episode Could it be Satan? Yeah, so uh, the big reveal of the
2: special guest in this episode Is a huge crossover with Sabrina Where Satan is posing as a clothing designer and uh, is tricking uh, Katie Keene, our Katie Keene, into falling in love with him.
1: Well, I think we're going to see more of him, so get ready to
0: worship Satan. Yes. I mean, to be clear, it's also Lucifer. It's the actor who plays Lucifer on Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. It is an interesting detail because they've done these very light crossovers with Riverdale and Sabrina where they had uh, Billy, one of the football players from Sabrina, was on Riverdale. They've also mentioned Greendale a bunch of times over on uh, Sabrina. They had uh, oh my god, what's his name? Ben Button showed up with some pizza, uh, and they've mentioned Riverdale and been to Riverdale a couple of times and mentioned some continuity stuff there. They haven't like got a strict crossover. We know for a fact that Riverdale and Katie Keene are in continuity with each other. We don't specifically know that Riverdale and Sabrina are absolutely in continuity with each other, but this is definitely like, it feels like this is the biggest actor who's played a big role on both shows. Yeah. And it's very stressful because
2: it's already hard enough to deal with this breakup that she did with KO, even though that she still loves him. But now I got to see her go on
0: dates and hang out with the, you know, old Satan, and it is stressful. I mean, because- the cool thing about it is Katie Keen is going to become Sabrina's stepmom.
2: Oh, yeah. right.
1: That's fun. Hail Caten. <laughs> the great ship name. I mean, what do you think? This is a Lucifer, right? No, I think they're just... Uh, they like to use the same actors who are good at their jobs, so they uh, just slide them <laughs> uh, yeah, over the, here. they've
2: got to at least consider the fact that this is confusing. I wanted a little thing of, like... This isn't Satan from Sabrina. <laughs> oh, from you, want to, <laughs> you want a title on the screen? Yeah, I this want isn't. a Chiron or something because, like, fuck you, man. We all watch the same shows. Like,
1: and help us out. Really, we should have that on all characters in all shows. This isn't Satan, just so we're clear <laughs> right. on any show. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I do think it was very confusing for me, uh, Katie and when she first showed up on the show, she should have been, uh, real quick, I'm not the same character from Life Sentence or from Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. Or Fantasy Island, now
1: out in theaters. Yeah. They might be the same character. They might be the same character. Yeah, that's right. Uh,
0: Well, anyway, uh, Lucifer shows up. Uh, He doesn't want to sell at a brick-and-mortar store. He's very against that. He finds it old-fashioned. And then Katie, who is very tired, identifies the wrong outfit, calls out the wrong outfit, uh, says it's his. It's not, guys. Uh, He walks out, and Gloria shuts her down, and then... Mrs. Lacey, the and
1: ultimate shutdown.
0: Ah, uh, very big change for Mrs. Lacey. It was kindly old lady the last time we saw her.
1: Yeah, she now nasty. she's straight up bitch. Yeah, she's mean. Um, she's old Gloria.
0: Yeah, Gloria.
2: I mean, Gloria. she's upset. It's up, It's understandable. She's upset because that
0: was a big thing, and they and she blew it for sure. It was just surprising to me that the first episode she was like. What a great window. Katie Keene, you have a job forever in this episode. She's like, You're fired. Yeah. That's how Get fashion out of here.
2: That's how fashion works, man. That's
0: how it works at Macy's
1: yeah. and Lacey's. How's your line going, by the way, Pete? Hey! Fuck you! Uh, uh, well, why? Why are you mad? Oh, because your your fashion line is crashing upset. And He's upset because he called his line
0: uh, "pp" or Pete twice. Yeah, uh, and people didn't like that, and
1: they're not buying his clothes. People yeah. don't like "pp." Yeah. yeah, don't you want to be covered in "pp"? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Had to tell <do> "pp." Yeah.
1: <laughs> It'll, it'll catch on. Yeah, yeah and it's mostly—it's mostly scarves, or what are you? What are you leaning into? <laughs> mostly
2: scarves. <laughs> Fuck you! It's ascots,
1: and you know that. No. <laughs> ascot's just a classy scarf. Yeah,
0: you really shouldn't oh, be. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. On his line, though, at, where he sells it at Target, uh, he calls them butt cops.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's tarjet. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, a lot you're on. losing on all fronts. Yes.
0: Uh, so the stakes get set up. Mrs. Lacey says that if they don't get Guy's line. Lacey's will have to shut down, and Katie is fired.
1: Big stakes going on. Stakes could steaks. not be higher. So what do you do? Go back to your apartment and have a musical number. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah, that's well, exactly uh, first what First, though,
0: they have a little bit of a chat. Uh, Katie calls Pepper. She's Pepper says she's going to track down Guy. Girls talk in the apartment. Uh, Pepper has not heard from Guy. Now, i got to say, this definitely made me perk up a little bit because I was like... Pepper's lying to her friends now, right? I think she
1: lies all the time.
0: Yeah. Except for the fact that then later on, she does in fact know Guy, which made me questioned by earlier assumption.
1: I think she knows Guy. Guy knows her, but I don't think she can like call... I think she's always just big upping herself and over-talking what she can actually do, which is how she gets by and makes her money. Right.
0: Um, yeah, I, I guess we'll see. There definitely seems to be a lot of that in this episode, and this is the first time we've seen her... Try to pull this stuff With her friends In particular
1: Well I think she's Lied to them a lot About like what she's doing She says she, In every episode She's talked about How she's been Hobnobbing with famous people But in fact She's been at a factory Yeah uh,
0: So Pepper is not her from Guy Jorge uh, talks about His insecurity With Bernie um, Which Same thing with uh, Amy Klubuchar I would say Oh I uh, I have it as Bernardo <laughs> Oh is it Bernardo
1: Yep Yeah oh, okay. But they call him Bernie They, they call Paul? him Bernie Bernie, show for Bernardo. Yeah, there you go. Like Bernardo uh, just Sanders. Sanders. Yeah, just putting
0: <laughs> it <laughs> out there, guys. Senior Bernardo Sanders. Uh, and they think Katie needs someone to get over KO, but first they need to do a musical number. Mm. And we get our first big group musical number to That's Dirty fun. by Christina Aguilera. You seem mixed on it.
2: Well, Dirty it was weird. Two Dirty with two R's.
0: I,
1: yes, no doubt. You. All the uh, other musical numbers have been like performances. Yes. Uh, and this was the first one that was sort of like, Oh, what? Oh. Oh, this is a musical? Yeah.
0: When did you all practice this?
1: Yeah. Um, And it was cool. Like, I, 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 it was cool. It was just a little odd.
0: I'm on the same page as you. It, It was super fun. I enjoyed it throughout but it definitely has a different tone than the previous music numbers. We have talked about how they were very organic up until this point.
1: Right. And also- I love, I love, have loved all the musical numbers up t- till this one felt a little like, oh, you didn't have other musical numbers, so you sort of shoehorned this one in.
2: I don't know. I felt like, you know, uh, Dirty's popular song. They probably (laughs) sang it a bunch of times.
1: I mean, like, uh, we're hanging out. Sometimes I'll start singing. You guys join in. And all of a sudden, we're choreographing a dance. And then we're doing that dance. What I was happy about. Dirty, very specifically. Specifically Dirty.
2: Uh, What I was happy about, though, is we got to hear Katie Keene sing a little bit. You know, like, we got other people involved. And And
0: Pepper. Pepper sang as well.
2: Yeah. So I was happy about that part.
0: Yeah. It's fun. It's all fine. It's good. Uh, but it definitely, it delves it into the realm of musical a lot more than uh, organic musical. I think. Yes. I don't
1: know. It's such a fine line with you. Uh, it is. It's such a fine line with you. <laughs> What's that song? That was a new song. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> it's pre-recorded. Talk to Chaz. See if he can book some studio time for you. Gotta meet the cabins.
0: Uh Speaking of which, uh, Josie... Goes to the club to meet Alex and his dad. NDA. She's uh, got a sign. Signs the NDA. Has a great eye roll at this. The huge eye roll. Huge eye roll. Loving Josie in this episode. Uh, Mr. Cabot, who seems actually very nice, asks her to sing, which she does. They're loving it. At which point, Xandra comes in and starts duetting with her. Oh, I can not believe that.
1: Force the duet. Oh. And
0: another great character choice, I think, here. That Mr. Cabot doesn't love it like it would yeah. be a very easy thing for her to be like no, I'm siding with my daughter Zandra," yeah. but he's also like, I have had it up to fucking here Yeah, with she her.
1: does this all the time get out of yeah. my songs yes uh so he's annoyed uh, Sandra
0: uh and we uh, uh she we find out the information that she is meeting with guy for Cateur uh, caboteur I think is the name of the website um yeah yeah uh and then we get the big reveal uh she says. You know, back in high school, you couldn't keep your hands off of me. Josie looks like she's about to vomit, and then the truth comes out: they were high school sweethearts. They were never twins at all. I'm so glad she fucking loses it and storms out. Yeah, she tells him off. Get
2: the fuck out of there! Get out of there!
0: Yeah, Uh, classic Cruel Intentions thing going on here is straight up what they're doing, but that's fun.
2: But it works.
0: Everything that she was doing before a
2: little bit more crystallized and like explains the robe from last Yeah,
0: that creepy ass robe they
2: got her. But also, like, I was like, why does she seem more kind of like into her brother? And I was like, is that just a weird actor choice? But that paid off with this kind of announcement.
1: And even beyond that, that's why she sees Josie as more of a threat because yeah. maybe she still wants to be in a relationship with her high school sweetheart who has the same name as her. Right
0: is normal. I mean, we've yeah. we've all watched Game of Thrones. Exactly.
1: I've dated a Justine. Right. Uh, Pete dated a Petra. I dated my sister. Yep. <laughs> oh, yep. No, no one's batting that last year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah, Josie storms out, uh, calls Katie, let her knows, uh, lets her know that guy is going to be up at the club, and Pepper says she's going to get them in, takes her to the back door. Another very funny moment uh, with Josie where she freaks out. Uh, thinks there's a cat In the yeah. alleyway But it turns out It's a rat It's a rat girl Now uh,
2: if you noticed Like this is one of the First kind of episodes Where we're seeing The underbelly of New York A little bit more It's yeah. not all sunshine Real, and real and, crime alley situation
1: Exactly They're in a hallway To one of the most Popular clubs in New York City <laughs>
2: <laughs> and It's just one of those Things where She's Now she's noticing there are giant rats, and it's not as bright and cheery since, you know. So I, I was happy that we're seeing a, both sides of New York a little What's bit.
1: What's the closest you guys have been to a rat in New York City?
2: Oh, my God. I've, like, punted <laughs> a rat.
1: Punted? Yeah. Punted? What does yeah. that mean? with you dra- drop kicked? It, like well, I was I a running field? down
2: the street, and a rat started to take off a run at the same time and got in my way. Oh, you were in a and
1: rat, I rat race? <laughs> You were in a rat race. Yeah, I was
2: in
0: a rat race. Yeah, they were both stockbrokers at the time.
2: (laughs) I've been way too close to rats. Like, when I lived my first apartment in New York, it was three dudes in a one bedroom.
1: Three dudes, one rat. (laughs) Rat never paid his rent. Uh, And
2: there were
1: uh, rats. But now that
0: uh, rat is president of the United States of America. That's
1: true. Uh, Alex, you uh, closest what? to a rat. What about your Long Island City penthouse? Uh, <laughs> Any rats in there?
0: Uh, no, no, no. We kept it quite clean. <laughs> uh, gosh, I don't know. I, we probably could mention that we know the guy who invented Pizza Rat. Yeah, Matt pizza Little. Rat. yeah. Matt Little. Yeah, Matt Little. That's Matt Little true. took the video of Pizza Rat when actually
1: Pat Bear filmed it. Oh, Matt Pat Little. Bear filmed it. Uh, I believe so. Matt Little was uh, standing there. The guy. Well, it was like his. He was like, "Let's do this." Oh, okay. Let's uh, dress They're in a rat costume. I don't know. They were, maybe a... Pat Bear was there in that little film. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Uh, Whatever it is, neither
0: of them are making any money. You off had of that. no
2: yeah. interactions with rats. You live in New York City.
0: Did you just die? What just happened? Yeah. <laughs> I just can't believe that you've been. A... I see rats all the time on the subway. What are you talking about? Okay, but you've I don't never think I've ever had... touched a rat because I have a god
2: towards rat. No, but I'm just saying you've never lived in a place with a rat in your whole life. No,
0: what? Oh,
2: my
1: God. Uh, my first apartment, um, there were seven of us living in Gravesend, Brooklyn, um, in a five-bedroom. And uh, one poor guy, Jace, lived in the basement. And we, oh. one guy saw a rat in the house. And it, then he was like, it was in my bedroom upstairs. We were like, no way. And then we were sitting on the couch, and we saw it run down the stairs and go into the basement. We were like, that rat's real. Oh, That's horrifying. And then Jace, two days later, Jace woke up in the middle of the night, was walking, and the basement was really unfinished, gross. He turned on the light in the hallway in the basement, and the the rat, like a sitcom, looked up at him like, (laughs) huh? And Jace looked at it. He grabbed the broom, and with one strike, killed it. Oh, my God. No way. Yeah. No way. Swear. Wow. I saw the dead the rat corpse. And this thing... With a broom? This thing was like, I'm going to say a foot, not including the tail. I've taken a
2: shovel... To rats, and it's taking a bunch of hits. You kill
0: them?
1: You got lucky. You don't, you don't get, like, the safe traps or anything? He works in the New York... Those are from mice. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. All right. I, I get mice in my apartment all the time, but not wow. rats. Okay. okay fucking well, real... white gloves
0: living over <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah, my fancy apartment that's fucking full of mice and roaches.
1: Thank you. Uh, there it is. We'll get to roaches at some point. Oh, uh, God. Geez, I haven't ever I have, really have, had roaches. Oh, I have roach stories. Great. When we get there, I'll definitely talk oh, about I that. Oh, I
2: have a fun roach story.
0: I'll tell you what. Last night, when we were taping our podcast, mm-hmm. uh, I moved my nightstand... So that I can get the microphone in the right place And I'm deathly afraid of roaches And I moved the nightstand and there was just a roach Underneath it just twitching, twitching Like it's antenna going And I froze up And that's when you guys called me on Skype And I was like, oh shit, now i got to sit here for an hour
1: Well that's why you screamed for the first 20 minutes (laughs) (laughs) Look
0: forward to that In our lock and key unlocked feed Just non-stop screaming uh, anyway, uh, Josie does scream. Uh, they also, she gets a promise from her. She says, listen, I'm going to tell you what's going on with Zandra and Alex, but you can't talk about it in your column at all. And Pepper says, no, I would never do that. I'm not going to betray my friends. Uh, Bouncer lets them in the back of the club and they're having a great time. Everyone's uh, everyone's as they in. get in there. Guy is talking to Zandra. Josie comes up with a plan, which is I'm going to walk by Zandra and it's going to drive her insane. Works it totally. Works, I love that. That very was very fun. fun. Plan. Uh, and Katie immediately goes over to talk to Guy. Uh, Pepper, as we mentioned, actually knows him. Uh, meanwhile, Jorge is drinking at the bar, they get free drinks because Birdie's a firefighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you were a bartender, is that true? You give uh, free drinks to yeah. f-
1: firefighters, people, people. I mean, people in uniform, yeah.
0: Okay, he was yeah. out of
1: uniform, uh, yeah. I mean. If it's a regular, I think, but he had, a, I think you had an FDNY t-shirt on. Okay. Um, I think that's, that's not abnormal. Anytime, yeah. Fleet Week, we would give drinks to the, mm-hmm. all the Navy guys coming into the bar. Yeah. Any sort of uniform? Um, not like uh, a Superman uniform.
0: <laughs> oh, no, but you're think But, provided, I th- but you're thank you for sharing. <laughs> if Superman
2: flew into your bar, you wouldn't give him a free
1: drink? I was mostly talking to the idea of Alex showing up. Right. In if I uniform. flew, quote, unquote, wow. into a bar, quote, unquote. Okay. It, <laughs> I don't know. I'd be like, Superman, should you really be drinking? Yeah, be like, don't judge him. He's got to have some
0: time. What What the fuck? What is is it? Fucking kryptonite? I could cut myself off whatever I want. Yeah,
1: Superman's cocky about how much he can drink. Yeah. I could drink you under the fucking table. <laughs> yeah, cock, yeah, dude. I'm Clark Kent. You <laughs> probably wouldn't do oh, glasses that. Glasses on, glasses off, glasses yeah. off. Yeah. Glasses Call Lex Luther if you're mad. Yeah. Wow. Oh, uh, so Lane. they get the free
0: drinks. Uh, the, a guy hits on Bernie. Jorge flips out. Yeah. Back over to Sandra, who confronts Josie in a hallway. Uh, Mr. Big Stuff playing in the background. Kept running down the music oh, cues because very great fun. Stuff. This great stuff. Uh, Josie feels great. She feels great because she thought there was something wrong with her when Zandra turned her down. Turns out, Zandra is just a e- jealous ex-girlfriend. Yes. She's uh and then uh, there's another nice moment, lots of really nice character moments throughout this episode where people I feel like are acting emotionally smart. Yeah, Josie I love turns that. back and says, "You're a good singer. Why are you doing this?" Yeah. Uh and y- the way that uh, the actress who plays Xandra portrays it on her face, you could see her wavering a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a very, very nice moment. Yeah, it was and good. points to, I think she's always going to be the mean girl, but something down the road. You could also potentially infer Josie was best friends with Cheryl Blossom, so she knows how to deal with girls like this.
1: Yeah, uh, that's what, Josie seems the most sort of stabilized one, despite the fact that she's the newest to the city. And I think that's great.
2: Yeah, I love Josie on this show. We've yeah. talked about this before. Oh yeah, Josie's so great. Uh, she was amazing on
0: Riverdale. She's killing on she's show. She's better on this show. I
2: yeah. want to. I want to talk about the Bernardo Jorge talk though.
0: Uh, well, we'll get there in a moment. Oh, uh, we're so not there yet. yeah, we're not quite there because uh, first Katie is trying to sell guy on Lacey's. Katie is pissed that he doesn't want it. Uh, and then uh, she storms away Drinks her drink Storms away She is crying up at the club Very funny she, she is
2: blowing it left and right With this dude She is yeah. She's very tired Which I was
0: very excited about Because it's Satan Well he's clearly not being charming enough For Satan Yeah that's all He's I'm
1: Prince saying. Charming Satan
0: Yes. Uh, so she is crying up at the club. Uh, is this her rock bottom, she says? Which I was yeah. like, I don't know. This is a pretty high rock bottom. Yeah, game. you're yeah. in <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> Studio 34. 34. Yeah. You're doing just fine. Uh, and then it turns out KO is there. Oh, oh fuck. A lot uh, of boxers popping into the high-end clubs. It always happens. Yeah. Always happens. Uh, meanwhile, Pepper gets a call. Landlady is going to shut down the chute. She heads off to take care of that. And then we get... The confrontation on the dance floor, blood on the dance floor here. Jorge is upset, doesn't understand why Bernie is with him. Uh, and I think he needs to look with Hillary because I'm with her. You know I, I
2: just think that it was really a nice thing for uh, Bernardo to just be like, what are you talking about, Jorge, when you're on stage? And he just... He dist- he, oh, this know. is the conversation
1: later on, right? Well, yeah,
0: that's fine. You can talk about it now. Go for yeah. it. Pete. But I just I hey, just follow your dreams. This I just podcast
1: think, is about dreaming. And if you want to talk about stuff out of order, that's your dream. <laughs> it is my dream. <laughs> then achieve your Thank dream. You.
2: I just like the like you said, the emotional intelligence to be like, instead of just being like, no, you're great, whatever. Like the fact that like breaks down why Jorge is amazing
0: and why we all know Jorge is amazing. I will say I like that a lot. I do feel like the hunks on this show are ciphers for the other characters to uh, reflect off of at this point. Of course you said cipher. I do. My favorite X-Men character. Uh, But both Bernie and K.O. are like, I love you unequivocally no matter what. Tell they're, me what your problems are. I'll help to solve them. They're
1: perfect. Yes, both of them. And, and I, I
0: want like a little fault, just no. like a little fault.
1: I think we're going to find that. I bet you Ko will have a new relationship before Katie does. Ooh, uh, that's watch my your mouth. prediction. You watch, your mouth. Uh, and that will become that'll be part of. Uh, some bad stuff from K.O.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of K.O., uh, he reveals that he is trying out to be a bouncer at the club. That's why he is there. Um, He quit Miley's crisis in order to give Katie space.
1: Again, very nice.
0: Very nice. He's miserable. Yeah. And he walks away and Josie hugs Katie. Very sweet. Very sad scene. Yeah, the whole explanation of why he didn't text her back was pretty solid. Yeah, of course he's sad. She broke up with him. She was the one that felt conflicted. Uh, and then we go over to Pepper, get a fun scene there. She confronts the landlord. Jorge and Bertie enter as oh, ludicrously my. fake cops. <laughs> it's on. very funny.
2: You can believe the firefighter, but...
1: Right. I mean, hysterical. listen.
0: Here's here's another thing. This is nothing against Johnny Beauchamp, who is wonderful in the role of Jorge. But the fact that Bernie turns to it was like, wow, that was some amazing acting as a yeah. cop. Is like,
1: I don't know. Well, no, I mean, I gotta say, New York City. It's not like all the cops are look like Bernie. Like, sure, there are cops of all shapes and sizes. So Absolutely. like, I didn't my I I bought the whole thing, and I think Jorge does do a good job of being like telling the lady to leave and that they got it.
0: When he says that he played Officer Krupke in high school, that tracked a little closer for me. I,
1: yeah, look, I actually thought that'd be, that's very weird casting for a high school musical. Right. He plays Officer Krupke? That's I, the weirdest part to me. I don't know. I mean, in uh, you take what you can get in high In school. West Side Story, you cast Tore as Officer Krupke? Yeah. No, you don't think so? No. Why not? Who, who would you cast? Any other character. Officer Krupke's like, sort of a jerk, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what he was channeling. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm talking separate of the scene. I'm talking about how they cast their high school musical. Right. He should have
0: been like, I played the Rebbe and Fiddler on the Roof. No. (laughs) (laughs) They don't change the show. I was the witch and Into the Woods.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's where they cut off their uh, toes and heels. Oh, Oh, boy. Uh, Into the
0: Woods. I saw Into the Woods on Broadway and had a very delightful time when I was a kid.
1: Uh, my wife was in Into the Woods recently, and I saw that show. Oh, how was she? Very good. She played the baker's wife. Great. Then I guess she could bake things. Yeah. Actually, not really. <laughs> it's all <laughs> acting. Uh, so, yeah, they come in. They in don't a- make you bake much in the show. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not a lot of actual not stage cin- baking. It's not cinema verite? No, no. Not uh, stage. The stagecraft is...
0: Uh, gotcha. So, uh, anyway, uh, so there you enter with the fake cops. Uh, they have a fight about it, but the landlord is okay. Uh, the director wants the firefighter to act in the film. Uh, and Jorge is pissed off about it. He's like, why? Because I look like a porn cop. Yeah. Uh, very funny line. But Jorge says, no, I'm going to go get pizza with my girls. Uh, while they're out at pizza, Jorge, uh, excuse me, Josie gets a call from the Cabot's office. He wants to meet in the morning, and Katie, goes see Guy, tells him his work is overrated. Uh, now, this is another New York moment that I wanted to ask you about. Wait,
2: wait, wait. She doesn't go see Satan. She bum rushes him. Yeah, and insults she, his work. Yeah, like straight bull charges him. Right. It works. Be- well, he's walking R- by himself R- in Yeah, the rain. R- at
0: Satan. I was like, this is not going to end well. He's not Satan. He's a guy. Yes. He's a guy named Guy. Uh, here's a New York moment that I wanted to ask you about. Uh, getting late night food. Is pizza the best late night 2 a.m. drunk food or is there a better one? Mm. Well, if we were in Rochester, New York, I would say a we're garbage place. We're talking about New, New York, York City.
1: Dear God, let's not talk about Rochester moments. Well, New- Rochester is oh,
0: technically in New York. <laughs> so no. we're about New York hey, if City you want to talk people. about rats running over people, let's talk about Rochester
1: moments. The way it. rats run over people in Rochester is they're driving cars.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> the rats are so used to that. They even put the chains on their tires. Like yeah, rats yeah, got know snow doing. tire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, those are also made out of rats.
1: Best late night food is at the bar. 3 a.m., call the local bodega, have them deliver salami sandwich, cheddar cheese, mustard, roll, bag of jalapeno chips. Wait wow. a second. And then shit your pants in the morning. Wait. <laughs> How does a bodega deliver? What is that? The bodega in my old neighborhood. Yeah, but some Real? bodegas deliver. Wow. You call and be like, hey, I need cigarettes. I need I need a couple glasses. At
2: the bodega, I have to go to this little window where the little guy yeah. <laughs> so you can't chew it up.
1: <laughs> yeah, back to my... Salami
2: sandwich,
0: really? Oh, that is intense.
1: That's my late night move. And I'll tell you, it's not good for your body, but man, it tastes good when you're eating it. Wow. After you've had like eight beers. Yeah. Uh, my old, the Gravesend Neighborhood I was talking about earlier, we would walk um, and you'd could get, you'd go to the window and be like, the best like uh, turkey club.
2: Not, well, for me, it's, uh, well, down in the Lower East Side, there was like this one bodega that made unbelievable uh, cheesesteaks and chopped cheese. And yeah. it was like, oh. Uh,
1: to New York chopped cheese, got to get it. Yeah. Um, the other thing we did one night when we were leaving a bar, it was uh, like 5 a.m. In the East, uh, Lower East Side, we went to the McDonald's. Oh. And <laughs> as we're there, we're waiting this massive line. Everyone's drunk. We finally yeah. get to the front of the line, and the menu changes over to breakfast. Oh. Everybody lost their fucking. Wait, oh, angry or mad? Yeah, so everyone angry. was like, ah, "I want the though When you're dealing fries, no. oh, no, everyone was bad. wheeling and dealing. I was like, "What do sandwich? Do you have?" And they were like, "We have a fish." I was like, "I'll have the fish." Wow, everyone, everyone, oh, he a fight, drunk fight broke out.
2: Fish sandwich, oh, my God. no shame.
1: Loved uh, it. Oh, I was man. one of the lucky fries ones.
2: fries. Are good? Oh, so I fun. mean,
0: here you can find like uh, like a fritz place or something like that. What are you? <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> are are you? out of here! <laughs> you don't live in the same city yeah. we do.
1: Um, uh, what high-end podcast
0: t- about gay Paris. Yeah. is yeah. it? Nothing? And steak tartars? Do you get <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: at eleven thirty p.m.? <laughs> well, I have my butler bring it to me <laughs> at my <laughs> penthouse. <laughs> what are your favorite butler? No, asks? I, I enjoy a nice moose.
0: Honestly, like at. Slice to me is the best because it's just it's plain and it's simple and it soaks up the alcohol. That's it. And then usually in the morning I'll get like a bacon egg and cheese on a roll at the bodega or something like that. Mm. And I will say I think we see I reverse like, that really bacon yeah, egg I, and cheese at night.
2: No, I go uh, like a bacon cheeseburger at night, and then uh, and then I have the
0: pizza in the morning.
2: Pizza in the morning. Pizza uh, in the something
0: morning. Uh, my wife and I used to do when we would do shows at the pit every week. Uh is we'd go out, drink, and then we lived in Times Square, so we'd walk up uh eighth Avenue, I guess it was. There was a White Castle there. Oh and every time we'd be like, nah, I guess disgusting.
1: We
2: could get- I used to Dead live burgers- I used to have to walk past the White Castle, and yeah. after a couple of drinks, oh, it was so mean, hard yeah, to it's, walk.
0: It's, the l- it's it's lady knew me. It's like eating air. So. Uh, the lady knew you. She was she like, would, pee. Yeah, she, oh. Pee. Can I ask you a question about White Castle? Maybe you know this, then, because we've been trying to remember this for years. We felt like there was an off number we got for some reason, like there was nine for some reason. Like, did they serve a sack of nine? Oh, well, there
1: might have. I don't know. Oh, right. Anytime you're ordering food by the sack, you've <laughs> made an you error. But did you get it steamed Were you did,
2: when you asked to work I, it?
0: Of course you get it steamed.
2: All right, because, you know, sometimes we really? don't ask. They I don't didn't steam. know there was
0: another way to get it other than steamed. Oh, I love the steam. They Good put old steamed hands. Oh, they just <laughs> Disgusting. It melts, melts right in your... Oh. Yeah, we'd get like nine of them. Each eat four. Share the last one.
1: God, what a a romance! Immediately go to sleep. Really lading the tramp. The ninth bunch of roaches (laughs) running over our faces. (laughs) I think the roaches are coming out of you at that point. Yes,
0: Uh, I will say also just last thing about the bodega thing is later on, uh, Jorge has a bodega cup. That's the best. That amount of coffee, milk, and sugar. Very good.
1: Coffee should be black.
0: Uh, No, but okay. Um, so where were we? Okay, so K-
1: Katie sees this guy. Uh, she tells him his work is overrated. He loves He's it. He's like, thank God. Someone's finally being honest with me. New York City, everyone's honest. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> also, nobody loves that. Yeah, exactly. That's all
0: right. Classic romantic comedy thing. He's definitely being set up. I like the idea of it, though, that, like,
2: you know, you want someone to be a straight shooter with you. Yeah. You know?
0: Yes. It felt very rom-com to me, which is totally fine. I think that's what this show is going for, is... This whole
1: sequence is definitely that.
0: Uh, And uh, so she's like, why don't I show you my New York? Takes him to Lacey's at night. This is... The second, third time she's broken into She to likes listen. to break
1: into her store, which Loves is definitely in. not cool.
0: No. Uh, but they walk through at night. Uh, she really sells them on it, uh, specifically by telling him a story of a time she went there with her mom. Guy remembers his first wallet that he got at Sears. He still carries it with him. I always remember my first wallet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a part that I... Did not relate to at all.
1: Yeah, the first one ever bought you
0: anything? Uh, No, but all the like, wow, here's a here's a thing that I remember getting at a department store. I never really had a connection like that.
1: Yeah, I don't think so either. But I I get it really works here. Yes, Uh, and I actually I bought this as a thing. Like I thought it was well done. Yeah, Um, because she does make a good case. Like, are people? Do you want people who are your customers to remember just buying online or like going to a place and you actually can sell them on it? And then she overpromises them having an entire floor of the store, which, <laughs> which I thought was pretty wild, bonkers. Yeah. She's very drunk at this point, though. She's about to kiss him, barfs in her purse. <laughs> yep, classic. Which I was so happy about. Uh, yeah, because he uh, wanted her to feel better and get the to get all that pizza out. Yeah. Do you think no. it was just
2: pea soup? She barfed up because he's Satan. <laughs> no, I just uh, I Thanks don't want her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them to hook up. Ever. Well, um, she's
0: got a lot of suitors at this point. She's got a literal prince. She's got her figurative prince. Plus, of course, she's got K.O. Kelly when he inevitably comes back. Yeah. Probably more down the pike. Down the pike. I'm not ready for it.
1: I think this I guy think, romance is going to be I here think to we're going to get a classis, bi- classic Mrs. Doubtfire type scenario going on. K.O. is going to dress like their mate. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you meant? No, I meant she's going to have uh, a bunch of dates on the same night. Oh. What? Doesn't that happen to Mrs. Doubtfire? It's crazy to be like we got a Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> situation and not it be a man dressing like a woman. <laughs> There's no other way to say classic Mrs. Like, Doubtfire situation. I thought it was without bars. referencing a man <laughs> dressing like a woman.
2: <laughs> I thought it was a classic Mrs. Doubtfire situation. We put a pie in your face and then you start yelling. <laughs> like, you
1: guys are both crazy. <laughs> Wow, uh, I love the idea that if someone's <laughs> like, "Why do you, you guys go through draw what you think a classic it's, Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire situation <laughs> is?" and you would draw multiple dates in one evening, definitely not that. You would draw a pie in the face, happens all the time. And I would well, draw oh, a well, woman dressing like a man, <laughs> yeah, a man dressing weird. like a woman to maintain. I don't
0: think that's the point of the movie, man. All right, I think the point of the movie is calling people eugenia. Yeah.
1: You a giant <laughs> doubt Doubtfire.
0: <laughs> People wonder why I wanted to do Robin
2: Williams in my secret trivia. Ah,
0: this is That's wrong show for right that. there. So uh, she throws up, falls, calls the girls, falls asleep in the window of Lacey's. Has the best sleep she's had in weeks. So she should always sleep in a window. I think definitely there's a lesson there. Uh, and uh, then we cut back to Gloria discovering her. Mrs. Lacey calls in Katie and Gloria, and we get a little bit of a riff on the classic "you terrible, 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 wonderful woman" type yeah. scene.
1: Mm-hmm. It's great. Works out. Gloria ends up backing Katie, and as we find out at the end, he gets a whole floor. It's perfect.
2: Uh, it was weird though that like she woke up. And nobody on the streets of New York had gathered around to watch someone who was
0: passed out in a window. Oh, yeah. Everybody would be taking pictures. Oh, yeah. 100%.
1: Well, it was probably pretty early. Also, like, it might have been a part of the uh, window dressing.
0: Sure. sure. Sleeping
1: lady. It's the, the old sleeping lady. Yeah. Classic. Just saying, would have gone viral. Have
0: you been by Macy's recently? There's yep. a bunch of people sleeping around there. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's Not
1: I, in the window. That's where I'm going tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a
0: couple of other things happen, As we mentioned, Jorge talks to Bernie. He never felt masculine enough for his dad. Bernie totally gets it. Firefighter loves it. Uh, and the last little bit with that storyline, as we mentioned, is Jorge talks to his dad, and his dad is like, okay, sounds good. I'm going to be better from now on. It's good
1: stuff. Uh, I want to talk about this Pepper and the filmmaker scene. Yes. So uh, they're sitting there in the edit room, and to my eye, it looks like he shot his pornographic film On film? I think so, yes. They're in an edit machine, and you hear the film clicking through. I'm like, he shot a porno on film? So,
0: she shot a porno on film is kind of crazy, but I will say that college classes do still teach shooting on film. But I think he was lying about being in college. I don't know if he was lying about college, but he was definitely lying about shooting it for college.
1: Yes, and so I think it's crazy that he would ever shoot... A porno film on film. Yeah, probably not. There's got to be some reference there. Also, I feel like
2: the he... fact that you can change the whole movie by just making some tweaks. She said, "That's what editing. That's what yeah. editing is." I mean, you can save a movie and destroy a movie. In editing, fine, but change a porno into like an artistic film. I don't know if you
1: can do that. You I'm gonna take g-
0: out the cum shots.
1: Yep, that's that's what editing oh, is.
0: Oh, or you're suddenly
1: upset about that? We're gonna edit all the I all expl- of those out of this too. <laughs> actually, Pete, actually I'm gonna edit this and make you say that you hate KO and uh, you think she belongs with the guy. That's awful. That's what editing is all about.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, of course you could do that. You can re edit it, you add some music. She's actually totally right about that. Uh I also think there is some sort of like I wonder how much we're gonna see this character again, but mm. you don't think ever? No. Uh, Just Pepper's going to kiss a different person every single episode. Well,
1: that's what uh, she, it felt like she was sort of seeing Dee Dee. Right. And now she's kissing this dude. I was like, yeah, what's going on with her? She's a scammer. Hey, she is a uh, 20-something in New York. She's living on uh, in the moment at all times. She is,
0: as the youth say, living la vida loca. That's not accurate. I That's mean, a youth from 20 years ago. Well, well, they played dirty in this episode, so I can say whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last little bit is Mr. Cabot talks to Josie. He's gonna. He thinks she has an undeniable talent, is going to give her enough money for an EP, but a classic 80s rom-com mix-em-up. She has to help keep Alex on the straight and narrow and in exchange him. for the money and, and date him. Yeah.
1: Uh, do you think she's going to do it? I hope not. So many great romances start when an old rich man forces you into doing
0: it. <laughs> I mean, they do. Like, you keep it a secret. Things get to a head. You actually fall in love with the person. And then uh, you reveal it. You get upset. And then you run up in the rain. And you kiss the I oh, God, I love running up in the rain. Yeah. I think it's
1: raining outside. Do you guys want to go? No, I'm going to run up and kiss a bunch of people. <laughs> Men, women, horses Yeah Whatever Uh, you see Whatever I see I love how uh, Right after that So I think that scene Sets up Josie for some I like that That'll be a fun plot Going forward The scene with Katie Where she's finally Moving past KO And she makes A sweet ass cape She does Yeah Yes I love it Oh right Yeah she finally Is sewing again Yeah yeah. She gets back to it, and that cape is—that's a baller outfit. It's, it is baller, yeah. It. It's Blazing great. all white. the fashion
0: in the show. Very good,
1: very good. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, that's definitely the part that makes me the most nervous because I don't really understand fashion very well. So I watch that. I'm like, "What are you, oh. what are you talking about?
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, you see how I'm dressed. <laughs> I... Very good. Uh, uh, well, that's DC. not how fashion uh, doesn't sit that way. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. I'll, I'll well, that's you, why but you're but not supporting the... Pete and his fashion
0: line. Uh, you look amazing." Thanks. Uh, I bought uh, some PP butt coughs <laughs> the other day, and uh, they don't fit very well.
2: Uh, oh, well, you know They're what? They're too tiny. Fucking lose some weight, then. Wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I understand what? that's your tagline for your line, but I don't think it's very good, <laughs> and it's kind of insulting. You know well, what? First off, don't lose insult my weight. butt coughs, all right? Yeah. Those are handmade butt coughs. Pete LePage, call it lose some fucking weight. Or you're getting a pie in the face. A classic Mrs. <laughs> Doubtfire. <laughs> uh, before we wrap up here, as we do every episode, we talk about some sort of a New York first, some sort of New York moment. We've obviously hit a lot here. We did. Uh, anything else from New York we should chat about this episode? Any New York firsts or iconic New York uh, I did want to tell my roach story, if I can. Your roach story? Yeah. Ugh, I hate roaches so much. Go for it.
2: So one of the... Uh, a tough day. I, I woke up late. I was super uh, super late and I had a big meeting in the morning and I was running uh, to work and nothing was going right. I had you know I had to, lost my keys, everything was going bad. I get outside. it is pouring rain. I run into this shady bodega, buy an umbrella. Open the umbrella. Roaches fall on my head. (laughs) Oh, my
0: God. What?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alex will never use another umbrella. No, I
0: really won't. (laughs) I I have one over there. It's in my bag. I'm going to throw it out.
1: I didn't know that was possible. possible. That's not a backpack. That's a roach container. I start shaking the
0: umbrella. It (gasps) flutes.
1: It flutes.
2: Yeah, flutes. So now I don't have an umbrella, and I have to run to the train, and it's just like... The worst.
0: I, I got to tell you, the, the it's amazing that that story continued after roaches fell out of my umbrella. The wor- Roaches fell out of my umbrella all over me. But worst of all, that I didn't have an
1: umbrella. Yeah. That seems like an upside at the end of the story. Yeah. I didn't have this roach delivery device in my yeah. hands anymore.
2: Yeah, this roach motel. Oh, God. <laughs> He's
1: still shaking. Oh, awful. Alex is officially shook. Yeah. He's not going to recover from Jeez. this. Jeez.
0: That's terrible. I'm glad I got that story in. Uh, Thanks for sharing that. If you'd like to support our podcast, (laughs) patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on by and we will share your roach stories with you. Uh, If you want to follow us socially, we have a bunch of Riverdale channels. Riverdale Dark on Twitter. Riverdale After on Instagram. Riverdale After Dark on Facebook. Uh, comicbookclublive.com for this podcast more iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher or the app of your choice and if you go on iTunes in particular please leave us a comment we really appreciate that and you know if you want a dream of multiple dates you can beat that dream as long as your name is Mrs. (laughs) Uphigenia Doubtfire